0: I don't think that they're all bad. There are a lot of good cops who help people. A family speaking on the use of deadly force after their son was killed by Austin police. How they want to honor officers who use de-escalation tactics.
1: And we're tracking this evening's rain and oppressive heat coming in First Warning weather. Plus the hospital system impacted by a security breach. How it may impact you.
2: Well, today, the family of a man shot and killed by an Austin police officer last year is calling on the department to recognize officers who avoid the use of deadly force. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Marin,
0: And I'm Britt Moreno. Now, other cities that have done just that, what Daniel's talking about, have come under fire from their police unions. Nabil Ramadna explains.
3: It's been almost seven months. It's difficult not having Raj here with us. Since Austin, police shot and killed Rajan Munasinga. does it gun! Outside his home. Every day we're reminded of his absence in our family.
4: He was the best of us.
3: The Austin Police Department has well defined general orders that highlight de escalation. It states as officers arrive on the scene, observe conditions, and interact with the persons there, they should continue to gather additional relevant information and facts.
4: I have no doubt that Raj would be alive today had the responding officers attempted to talk to my brother and de-escalate
3: the situation. Kevin Lawrence with the Texas Municipal Police Association says de-escalation tactics have been taught for decades, and that should be priority one for any responding officer.
5: I do think it's important that we find a way to
2: educate the general public on just how common de-escalation already is in law enforcement.
3: The family says they're hoping to have the investigation wrap up, but they want to make sure his death is not in vain and want to see changes. The Munisingas want to recognize and award officers who were successful when using de-escalation tactics by creating a preservation of life medal. We are asking for APD
4: to follow the suit of other police departments across the country that have established these types of medals.
2: I applaud the family for wanting to do that.
4: The family
3: points to how police departments in Philadelphia and Los Angeles already give out similar honors to their officers. Philadelphia began doing so after racial justice protests in 2020. In Los Angeles, the police union there spoke against the medals, saying they quote, undermine and complicate existing use of force standards. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News.
0: Now, Austin Police tells us this case is still under investigation. APD says they do not have a specific medal awarded for de-escalation tactics, but the department does recognize officers in various ways. Some medals awarded for things that do include de-escalation efforts.
2: A 14-year-old girl is dead after she was shot at an Austin apartment complex early this morning. This happened around 1.30 a.m. off of East Howard Lane, right by DeSalle Middle School in North Austin. and say the girl was taken to Dell Children's Hospital with a head injury where she later died. Police have not identified her and no suspects have been taken into custody. Coming up at 6 o'clock, we're going to hear from a neighbor who watched it all unfold.
0: A bill to address the so-called dead suspect loophole is now headed to the governor. Now, this measure prevents police from withholding information when someone dies in their custody. The delivery had been delayed because Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick did not sign the measure until today. In all fairness, he told us today he had always intended to sign it.
2: Well, 73 million Americans are under air quality alerts today to take a look at the hazy conditions in New York City this morning. These alerts, they stretch from the northeast down to the southeast, out into the Midwest, even here in Texas. They are being caused by a couple of factors. The National Weather Service says major wildfires in Canada are causing large amounts of smoke to drift south and parts of the country are also dealing with high concentrations of ozone.
0: Look at that thick haze. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something that we're watching. David has been tracking that smoke, which is unusual,
1: right? It sure is, yeah. The weather pattern that kind of set the stage for these fires with hot, dry weather in Canada and the unusual weather pattern that's blowing it into America, both shown to be more likely because of climate change. Check out this computer model, which is showing the progression of the smoke. Some of the worst air quality in the world right now is being observed in the big cities in South Eastern Canada into the northeastern United States. The good news for us, unless you have friends and family in that area, Central Texas at least, unaffected by that smoke. We'll keep you advised though if anything changes. Back here at home it's another cooler than normal day. It's not cool out there but 87 when average highs are in the 90s. Marble Falls looking mostly cloudy but calm there on the lake. The radar as promised a little bit less active than the past couple of days. We are still watching a nice thunderstorm though pouring some water into the Colorado River upstream of Lake Buchanan and Tau. Not much going on right now for your rush hour commute in Austin. Mainly dry roads which should be good news but east of San Marcus from Kyle down to Maxwell in Caldwell County. A couple little redeveloping downpours and the boundary that's causing those is actually moving into Austin. That could spark uh, additional rain development as well. Coming up, we actually have separate air quality problems here tomorrow that we will touch on how long these isolated storms last and now officially calling for triple-digit heat in your seven-day forecast.
0: Uh oh. Okay, David, thank you so much. Well, this is a heads up to anybody who uses Ascension Seton's websites. The hospital is saying there's been a data breach that may put you at risk. Ascension was notified by the website's third-party vendor of a security event back in March. They say information such as names, address, email address, phone number and Insurance information, even social security numbers, could have been affected if this information was provided on Seton.net and DellChildrens.net. Now they say medical records were not impacted by this. Ascension has notified affected patients and has given them free credit and identity theft protection services.
2: Well, tonight, former New Jersey governor and Trump advisor turned critic Chris Christie is set to announce he is running for president in New Hampshire. Former Vice President Mike Pence is expected to follow suit tomorrow in Iowa. And both the
0: ex-Trump allies, you could call them, now trying to chip away at the former president's sizable lead in the GOP primary, while at the same time, the investigation into Trump's of classified documents could be coming to an end. Here's NBC's Alice Spahr.
4: The Republican presidential field growing again today with an announcement from former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie in New Hampshire. Christie playing hardball in a field that's otherwise tiptoed toward attacks on the GOP frontrunner, former President Trump. Christie has said Mr. Trump's false claims about the 2020 election changed how he views his one time ally.
5: When you put yourself ahead of our democracy as president of the United States, it's over.
4: But the former governor is only polling around 1%, and this is his second presidential bid. Former Vice President Mike Pence set to announce his White House run tomorrow, testing out veiled swipes as he tries to set himself apart from his former running mate without alienating the Trump base.
3: I believe we have to resist the politics of personality.
4: For his part, former President Trump bracing for a potential federal indictment over his handling of classified documents, casting the investigation as election interference.
0: Is an indictment coming soon,
4: sir? The man leading the probe, Independent Special Counsel Jack Smith, staying quiet today after meeting yesterday with members of the Trump defense team.
3: It is typically the last step before we walk into the grand jury, offer them proposed charges and ask them to vote out an indictment.
4: At the same time, sources familiar telling NBC News of federal grand jury hearing evidence in the case is set to meet in Florida this week where the classified documents were stored at the former president's Mar-a-Lago estate. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. Coming up, a merger
0: not many saw coming. Why PGA and Live Golf
4: are coming together
0: and what it means for the world of golf.
2: An earthquake strikes Haiti, how the country is still continuing to recover from several other environmental disasters.
0: Okay, something you cook with every day and something you drink every day, where you can now find this specialty drink in Central Texas, kind of a unique combo. Major news in the golfing world. Rivals PGA Tour and Live Golf are merging, and the deal will combine the PGA Tour and Live Golf's commercial businesses and rights into a new, yet to be named, for-profit company. The agreement also includes the DP World Tour, also known as the European PGA Tour. Live Golf is backed by the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, an entity controlled by the Saudi Crown Prince that has been embroiled in antitrust lawsuits with the PGA Tour in the last year. This new deal would end all pending litigation. The groups will establish a fair and objective process for any players who want to reapply for membership with the PGA Tour or DP World Tour following the
2: end of the 2023 season. Well, coming up on NBC Nightly News, the new challenge for people looking for work, job offers that are rescinded. Now, It's happening to a growing number of new graduates getting jobs only to have the offers revoked before the start date. With fears of an economic slowdown, many big companies, largely in tech, are pulling offers. Now tonight what job seekers should look for as they apply for a role and the new grad who had a lease signed and was ready to move until she got bad news.
0: The stalemate continues at the state capitol. The new signs nothing is going to get accomplished this special session.
1: And so far today measurable rain has avoided our official rain gauge at Camp Mabry. Doing okay though for the month and overall for the year. Some rain falling into Lake Travis so it's not dropping today but it's also not rising. Both lakes holding steady. Your first warning forecast and who has seen over an inch of rain today coming up.
2: In less than an hour, the Texas Senate is expected to gavel in and could vote on Senate bills during this special session. But those bills can't really go anywhere hmm. because the House adjourned last week.
0: And that is because the Senate and its leader, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, refused to support the Governor Abbott-backed House bills on property tax relief and border security. Our Capitol correspondent Monica Madden attended Patrick's press conference today, where apparently he had some fiery invitations for both Abbott and Speaker Dade Phelan.
3: I INVITE GOVERNOR ABBOTT TO A LINCOLN DOUGLAS STYLE DEBATE ON THIS ISSUE.
5: LIEUTENANT GOVERNOR DAN PATRICK ONCE AGAIN TAKING HIS PROPOSAL FOR PROPERTY TAX RELIEF TO THE PUBLIC.
3: THIS FIGHT'S OVER. I THINK THE PEOPLE HAVE SPOKEN. I THINK THE FACTS AND THE DATA IS CLEAR
5: CALLING A NEWS CONFERENCE TO AGAIN PUSH HIS PLAN TO RAISE THE HOMESTEAD EXEMPTION TO $100,000 WHICH HE SAYS HELPS HOMEOWNERS MORE THAN BUSINESSES BUT ABBOTT and THE HOUSE SAY THEIR COMPRESSION PLAN HELPS EVERYONE IT WOULD SEND $17 BILLION TO SCHOOL DISTRICTS SO THEY CAN LOWER THEIR TAX RATES
3: THAT'S A NEGOTIATION THAT WE ARE NOT BACKING DOWN FROM EVER
5: But with the House out for this special session, Patrick's proposals cannot make it through the legislative process.
4: Thank you, members.
5: The same goes for the border bill Abbott called lawmakers to pass, which would increase penalties for human smuggling.
4: But there are significant challenges with HB2.
5: Senators in a Border Security Committee hearing Tuesday morning, making clear they won't approve the House smuggling bill already passed.
4: So it's not my intent to vote it.
5: In a statement, Speaker Phelan's office said in part, quote, the Senate is keeping Texans waiting. We encourage the Senate to follow the House's lead, an ongoing standoff that might not end anytime soon.
3: I'll call special session after special session after special session until a solution is reached.
5: Monica Madden, KXAN News.
2: New York City could take a different approach to the migrant crisis, asking residents and landlords to house migrants. Mayor Eric Adams says he's working on plans to subsidize New Yorkers who have extra space to provide housing for migrants. Uh, many details still need to be worked out, including how much people would be subsidized. Adams floated the idea after announcing a partnership with 50 houses of worship to house migrants as overnight shelters. Right now, the Big Apple is caring for more than 46,000 asylum seekers, costing more than a billion dollars since last year
0: okay where are the coffee lovers listen up today Starbucks launched a new kind of coffee that you may or you may not want to try it's called oleato and it's infused with something that you cook with have you guessed? It's olive oil. It first debuted in Italy and is now in 15 states in the U.S., including here in Austin. Starbucks says the mix is smooth and sweet and adds depth and dimension to your cup of joe. The chain is offering three drinks with olive oil: the oleato Cafe Latte, iced shaken espresso, and golden foam cold brew. Hmm. We, this is kind of you know risky. You just don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> I'll be honest. I still haven't even tried the pumpkin spice latte. What? Uh, Never. That's, that's how boring I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This one doesn't sound great but I'm sure they know what they're doing.
0: Olive oil is good for your skin they say there's a lot of health benefits so You just got to subtract all the sugar that might
1: come (laughs) with it. (laughs) We don't worry about that. Uh, We've got another day, guys, of a little isolated rain out there, but the main story soon is going to be summer-like heat, near record highs possible next week. Let's dive into the radar right now. Rain more isolated than we were yesterday. Dry weather right now from Austin up to Georgetown and Granger. But south of Austin, we've got a little thunderstorm that's affecting uh, folks near San Marcos. In the hill country, we've got a couple isolated storms north of Lake Buchanan, low getting some heavy rain. A couple lightning strikes southeast of San Saba. Do be sure to stay indoors if there's lightning or thunder close to you. While many of us like downtown Austin have seen zero measurable rain today, others really cashed in a half inch to over one inch on some of the highest totals. The big winner about an inch and a quarter close to Fisher, which is south of Wimberley in southern Hayes County, Florence in Williamson County doing pretty well as well with 78 hundredths and counting. The Austonian weather cam showing a cloudy and very warm afternoon, but it could 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 be worse this time of the year. 78 in Lampasas, 82 in Dripping Springs, 85 right now in Austin after an official high of 89. The pollen count finally trending downward pretty much across the board. Mold is no longer medium, it is low. That means everything out of the six different allergens floating around are in low and manageable concentrations. You see this kind of line up and down I-35 down toward Corpus as well of broken showers and thunderstorms. This is no coincidence. We're on the periphery of this ridge of high pressure out to the west. On the periphery of it, as you can see, rain is still able to form, and this is kind of where we stay for the next couple of days until temperatures really start to boost this weekend. Clouds and radar forecast, this is some new data coming in at 5 p.m., a couple isolated showers and storms right now. These will overall be on the downtrend after sunset overnight. mainly or completely dry weather, just a 10% chance of a little pop-up shower. Tomorrow starts off dry, but just like today, after lunchtime, once we heat up a little bit, all the moisture gets lifted, a few clouds bubble up, and a few little isolated showers or thunderstorms are possible. This model suggesting one right over Austin tomorrow afternoon. On Thursday, we start off pretty much the same way. Partly cloudy, mainly dry weather. Then Thursday, late morning through the afternoon, a couple more isolated showers and thunderstorms pop up. As you can tell, these are going to be hit or miss. It's kind of a classic June weather pattern, hot and dry for most. But if you're in the right spot, you could get up to an inch of rain. As you see here, many of us see far less than that. The ridge of high pressure out to the west is soon going to be the main story, and it's going to make it feel awful outside all over again. High pressure is staying to the west for now, but here it comes. Late this week into the weekend, by early next week, you see these colors getting hotter on the map. This is a strong summertime ridge of high pressure, which typically leads to triple-digit heat right here at home. Now, that ridge of high pressure trying to make us hot is going to be battling wet soil, trying to keep us a little cooler, but we do expect a slow trending upward of our afternoon highs, This weekend, the hottest weather of the year in the upper 90s, and next Tuesday, about three weeks ahead of when we typically see it, our first triple-digit heat day of the year in Austin, 100 degrees. And the muggy meter is not going to help. You think it's bad now. Things get even more humid this weekend into next week. It's going to feel like well over 100 degrees. Tonight's forecast minimal chance of rain 68 degrees under partly cloudy skies tomorrow a little bit hotter a little bit drier with just an isolated storm that plus the light winds are leading to an ozone action day pollution levels a little higher than we'd like tomorrow so consider carpooling or avoid idling in the drive through if that's an option for you chances of rain not eliminated but they stay quite low through the weekend as temperatures really rise next week no more chance of rain as the triple digits get started.
2: David, thank you very much. The bodies of six women found in Oregon over the past few months. What police are saying about rumors of a serial killer. Four people are dead and more than 30 injured after an earthquake shook Haiti this morning. It has a preliminary magnitude of 4.9. The quake hit near the southwestern coastal city of Jeremy. The people who died were found under a collapsed house. The earthquake struck almost two years after a 7.2 magnitude quake struck southern Haiti and killed more than 2,000 people. Some people who lost their homes then are still living in camps. And Haiti is also recovering from heavy floods over the weekend that killed at least 51 people and injured 140 and also flooded more than 31,000 homes. The prime minister is asking for international assistance.
0: The deaths of six women in Oregon has the Portland community on edge, and the victims' families want some answers. Here are photos of those victims Kristen Smith, Joanna Speaks, Charity Perry. Bridget Webster, and Ashley Real. Another woman has not been identified yet. The bodies of those women were found within 100 miles of each other, either on the sides of roads, in the woods, or in secluded areas over just the last three months. According to law enforcement, all of the women are believed to have lived in Oregon or frequently have visited that state. Despite rumors swirling of a possible serial killer on the loose there, the Portland police maintain that these deaths are not connected in any way. Tonight on KXAN, it's an all new America's Got Talent at seven and the Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge at nine followed by KXAN News at 10.
2: Or as always, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at nine on the CW Austin. Here is where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.